no one is ever safe from us <laughs> or this podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I want to say episode 7. That sounds, that sounds about right, doesn't yeah, it? Maybe. Yeah, of uh, season two. Uh, if this is your first time listening, this is the wrong place to start. Go back and listen to episode one of season one, otherwise you're not going to know what's going on. But uh, this is a show where we go through a little series, a little cult classic from the uh, <laughs> early 2000s called Tomorrow Gaten, which was a, a thing I wrote <laughs> as an impressionable 14-year-old, very influenced by uh, all the Joss Whedon shows. Mm-hmm. So much so that I decided to write something myself, rip it off, and here we are. It is a little bit derivative, just a little bit. A, a tad, yes. Yeah. yeah, the name, the title of this podcast is not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, it's... <sighs> Basically, what I do is I take all the characters from Buffy and Angel, replace the names with me and my friends from the time, mm-hmm. and uh, here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is my co-host. This is MC. Hi, hi, hi. That's not. That uh, would be me. Thank you. That's much that's, better. That's good, the line. Thank yeah, you. I was yeah. worried then that you. My crazy catchphrase. <laughs> worried you destroyed the entire equilibrium <laughs> of the podcast. Um, and what happened last time, MC? Jesus. So. Yes. <coughs> um, you don't have to recap the whole thing. Just just sum well, it up. We're okay. Night. Okay. Well, in that case, Chip is evil. Yes. Okay. Right then. <laughs> Now, ahead of this episode, almost... The thing is, we presented this thing <laughs> that I wrote when I was very young and very terrible and not as uh, knowledged as you, I am now. You know it's bad when Chip prefaces the episode <laughs> with a, a preemptive apology. I, I don't know what's going to happen this episode. I'm a little bit worried. But I did tell you, I had some fears about this episode. I did right. relay that to you a little right, while ago, right, didn't right, I? Right. Uh, I'm not going to talk about what they are now because they might be wrong, and then in which case I can just cut this out and everything will be fine. <laughs> but they might be right. And... Or worse than you ever thought they would be. Yeah, that's a possibility as well. But <laughs> let's get into episode seven. Possibly. We think. This episode is called Spiked. Previously on Tamara Gason! Chip knew that if he was a vampire, then MC would have no problem in staking him. But he had other ideas. He wanted to push MC's mind to the limit, and then some. He's definitely evil. Yep, he said more to himself than Scott. The next few months are gonna be a ball. The brothers started laughing. The only people to hear them were two children who lay in a pool, scared stiff in one part of the warehouse. Scott's food, and Shinno Khan. He was standing outside the warehouse. Oh, okay. okay. Watching Chip in case he made any more moves on the mansion tonight. Many things had been taken from him and his friends lately. The ability to walk, money, and a hand. (laughs) The money is the real tragedy, though. (laughs) Don't forget the pool table. Yeah, true. Now Chip had lost his mind. MC felt as if he might lose his. Could he really kill Chip? Sewers smelt. That was pretty much a fact in life that nasty-smelling things lived in sewers. Uh, yeah, I guess that's... Is that a fact? Is that on Wikipedia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Cool. Rats, human waste, more rats, and now a smuckle demon. And now a smuckle demon. A smuckle... I, you know what? I'm sick. Going into <laughs> sewers. There's a smuckle demon there, and they smell bad, and you want to tell them, but you don't want to offend them. No, you're in their home, aren't you? You're in the sewer, so you can't, you know... Oh, you can't be rude. Can't can be you? rude to a smuckle yeah. demon. no. From what MC had read, smuggle demons were very rare. There was only about ten or so left in the world. Unprofessional, Chip. Da, 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 Put da, it on da, silent. Da, 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 da. Turn your phone off, you stupid twat. <laughs> From what MC had read, smuggle demons were very rare. There was only about ten or so left in the world. 
So naturally, he's going to kill it, right? Like they're this, endangered. Yeah, endangered beast. He's going to like get the skull and frame it over the uh, <laughs> the breakfast table. A, a picture of him with his like foot up on the, the dead <laughs> smuckle demon holding a rifle, holding his nose because of the smell. Yeah, uh, Peter going to like hold a protest around it. <laughs> gonna no throw more a dead of smuckles. Smuckle demon over yeah. They looked like overgrown rats, so to the untrained eye, they looked pretty harmless. Okay, I get it. I'll do that sentence again, because okay. I'm always worried about the grammar and how also, it's going to lead to. it's not they. Oh yeah, that's right, thank you. Mm. The looked like overgrown rats, so to the untrained eye, they looked pretty harmless. I mean, if I saw a big rat, I would necessarily be like, oh. No, I, I would be perturbed. Yeah. And especially in a sewer. Yes, where there are rats and more rats. Mm, and also... Who- uh, smuggled demons <laughs> and Peter protesters as well. <laughs> that looked like overgrown rats, so to the untrained eye, they looked pretty harmless. But they fed on human bones and had giant fleas in their thick fur, which would jump from the smuckle onto prey to inject a deadly poison. Huh. Well, I mean, they're clearly not very harmless. This this sounds like a monster from a D and D thing. <laughs> actually, I'm actually. Good work, fourteen-year-old chip. This is an interesting, interesting enemy. You I probably stole it original, from somewhere. No, no, I'm, I think it's an original creation. Okay, good yeah. work. This is when everyone Google smuckled him. They're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Buffy season three, episode nine. Okay, so they've got giant fleas that live in their thick fur, uh, fur, and they inject a deadly poison, mm-hmm. and then they eat the bones. Okay, it's a nice relationship actually they've got between them. Symbiotic. Yeah, it's like a crocodile and the bird that lives on its brain. Is that what? No, <laughs> yeah. it eats the crocodile's brain. <laughs> And it replaces the brain with bird. Yeah. What? <laughs> you can edit that bit. Okay, out. it wasn't very good. No. <laughs> this was slowed down and near enough kill anyone who got infected. In fact, it was probably better to die from a smuggle demon's flea bite rather than being eaten alive. Yeah. I mean, if I you mean, it makes sense, right? Die slowly from poisoning or be eaten alive because they're trying to get to your bones. So that would suck. Yeah. MC knew all the dangers, and as he walked slowly through the deserted Tokyo sewers, he was very much glad of the disinfectant that him, Louise, and Jay had put together. A couple of questions. Mm. I mean, uh, do you, would you refer to a sewer as deserted if there was no people in there? <laughs> I mean, normally it's heaving, right? Yeah. Secondly, why are they carrying disinfectant? I, I think it's going to be cleared up in the next thing. I suspect you just used completely completely the wrong word. Okay. <laughs> so he's good. I meant to say gun there, did I? <laughs> <laughs> Rocket launcher. <laughs> the formula which Shinno Khan had given them after he had turned up with the news about the smuckle was supposed to be sprayed over the smuckle as soon as it was sighted. This would, in turn, kill all the fleas on its back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. this ancient dead Chinese ninja master has been like, hey, there's a disinfectant that you can use on this uh, rare demon that's nearly extinct. Yeah. Right, cool. It, it, it's Shinokan's magic exposition powers. <laughs> it just knows. Then it was just a matter of slaying the beast, which stood around the eight-foot mark. Oh, okay, right. When oh. he said... <laughs> overgrown rat. If I saw, like, they looked like, or they looked like overgrown rats to the untrained eye they look pretty harmless if I saw an 8 foot <laughs> rat I would be like he's a bit big but he's fine depends how trained your eye is really I True. guess isn't it <laughs> why can't they make any nice sewers MC said to himself 
Like the ones that the Teenage Mutant Turtles lived in. Oh, the Teenage Mutant, Mutant Turtles. Turtles. The ninja forgot to say Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Is he, MC had like the cheap off-brand knockoff <laughs> of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or maybe like it's like offensive to him because he's an actual ninja. So he's like, oh, no, okay. I'm just oh, going to call him Teenage Mutant Turtles. It's cultural appropriation. <laughs> he smiled as he thought of how cool it would actually be to become a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Has, where are we? What is happening? I've had some dumb daydreams. You know when your mind just drifts and you're thinking like, what the fuck was I thinking about? But I've never daydreamed about becoming a turtle. Do you remember when their friend has now turned evil and they were like, maybe we should kill him, but now let's go to a sewer to I want to be a turtle. <laughs> oh God, is it a bit, what, what's the reptile equivalent of a uh, fur, furry? Is it a scaly? A scaly, a scaly, scaly, yeah. 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 I wasn't sure if that was a joke or not, but that's No, I'm pretty sure it's legit. I love that. Okay, good. So apparently MC is now a scaly. Good. MC's thoughts were interrupted by a loud scratching sound. On the inside of his medium-length brown jacket, a long broadsword hung on a specially designed belt, and in the inside pocket was an old deodorant spray can which held the flea poison. The disinfectant? Yes. Which is now called flea poison. Flea poison in an old, old deodorant can. Okay. And also, like, he's got a medium jacket, but a long broadsword. So surely that wouldn't hide it inside? I, I guess if it's sort of, like, right up top or on the back, I don't know how long a long broadsword is. I don't think you get into a nightclub with it, put it I that way. I don't think so. The scratching got louder and louder as whatever was making the noise approached fast. MC held the aerosol can tightly and waited. He was just about to leap out from his hiding place in the dark shadows where millions of rats scurried past him. Literally millions. <laughs> That's a lot of rats. That really is. But really is a lot. How trained is his eye? Are they eight foot tall or are they normal sized rats? He nearly screamed but held his ninja nerve. <laughs> like in his hand or. When all the rats had passed, when all the millions of rats had gone, you know, that must have taken a little while. A couple of hours. <laughs> When all the rats had passed, MC pulled away from the wall and went to continue his journey. Then he realised something. The rats must have been running from something. But what? What could it possibly be? I can't guess. I can't guess. If only there was some sort of rare demon they were hunting in the sewer or something. His mental question was quickly answered when the huge smuckle demon raced forward. MC fished out the spray and showered the overblown rat with its contents. It didn't slow it down. And the smuckle knocked MC off balance and into the dirty sewer water. I mean, would he expect spraying stuff from a deodorant can at an eight-foot rat to slow him (laughs) down, really? Well, I mean, maybe they do that thing where they're like, ah, my eyes, my eyes. That's true, that's true. Yeah. At least he's not going to get, you know, poisoned by giant fleas. That's true. His medium brown jacket is now dirty with sewer water. But it's sewer water, so it won't, but it's already brown, so it's fine. Good point, good point. MC checked himself for giant fleas. <laughs> like I do every morning. Like, God, there's so many. Where did they come from? Oh, didn't see that giant flea on me. MC checked himself for giant fleas, but the spray must have worked. So do you need a trained eye to tell them apart from normal fleas? Or? <laughs> yeah, the giant fleas are actually 16 foot. Okay, wow. <laughs> he jumped to his feet and faced the smuckle. It looked at him with hate and hunger. Pretty much me looking at a pizza. Come on then, Splinter. MC taunted. Let me show you how a real ninja does it. See? Real ninja. Yeah, yeah he's totally. quite offended, isn't he? Thinks he thinks the turtles are racist. Yeah. But then he did call a giant rat Splinter, so that's also kind of a bit racist as well. Racist against rats? Yeah. Or Splinter? Both. <laughs> he is a rat. I think you'll find that your quotations of modern day entertainment are lost on me. 
surprisingly, the rat spoke good and quite posh English. That. <laughs> Just like Splinter. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. That wasn't in the book. MC thought. The smuggle charged again. This time MC was ready. He drew out his sword and ripped into the demon's belly, slicing open his stomach. Its intestines burst and splattered MC with numerous shades of red and orange goo. Nice, MC said sarcastically. I'm a bit disappointed the smuckle was dispatched so I easily. I thought... And after the little, you know, surprise of, oh, actually, he's intelligent, he yeah. speaks. I mean, this is a bit harsh, I think, because if you think about it, the smuckle, mm. it's a rare breed, you know, it's dying off anyway. Mm. Like, there's only, what, what's there, 10 left in the world? Mm. It's obviously a very intelligent creature. Mm-hmm. It's well, I mean, it went, obviously went to Oxford or Cambridge or yeah. something. Um, it's living in a deserted sewer. Mm. So, I mean, what harm is it actually doing to the public? Well, I guess this is the, the Buffy morality thing where you can't kill people, but any sort of <laughs> demonies type thing... Uh, he's different, kill it! <laughs> Even if it's just like a guy with like Halloween horns on, just <laughs> close enough, kill it. As the window glazier finished clearing up in the front room, Louise remembered how much nicer it was in there rather than having to sit in the hallway. What? The glazier, as in, like, the person... The, the window's got smashed by Chip or something. Oh, no, when so, they jumped out to attack Jack at the end of the first season. Did they not fix, fix it from there? No. <laughs> Clearly, they've just been sitting in the hallway the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah, wasn't there a thing... Didn't Chip, like, break out a window, break, uh, jump out through a window or something? I think this is from the battle with Jack. I think that's okay, what happened. Because okay, okay. um, I'm pretty sure in an earlier episode in season two, there was mention of them, like, eating lunch in the hallway or something like that. Oh, at the the luncheon table, yes, the brunch or table. Whatever or time it was, table, yeah. The supper table. <laughs> Jay was busy trying to move the furniture, but wasn't having much luck. Manual labour wasn't really his thing. He was more of a sitting-in-the-office type guy. Despite these disadvantages, he was still the most qualified of the three at the moment to move the three-seater settee and armchair. Louise was still in her wheelchair, despite doing really well at her new physiotherapist, who wasn't a craze six pervert. That's very important to yeah. establish. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have that on his business card? <laughs> they had to go onto LinkedIn and they like took out all the search terms that said crazy sick pervert. <laughs> Louise was still in her wheelchair despite doing really well at her new physiotherapist who wasn't a crazy sick pervert, while MC only had one hand since losing the other in battle. He was busy cleaning his coat and had been ever since he came back from his mission in the sewer. Three centimetres later and Jay gave up. If only Chip was here, he thought. Then he remembered that Chip wasn't here, nor would he ever be here since he'd gone all Jason on his friends. Jason. Who's... The stabby horror guy yeah, with a hockey uh, mask? yeah. I think that's what you mean? I guess. Although he wasn't really remotely... That's, that's not a good... No, that's not... It doesn't make any sense. Jason's this sort of big, hulking, slow-moving... <laughs> yeah. Never talks. Serial killer monster. Yeah, and... They're both evil? Uh, yeah, I guess. Maybe he means Jason Donovan. <laughs> like when he broke up with Kylie Minogue. <laughs> That's when he went evil. That reference is really going to get us more viewers. <laughs> That'll bring him in. Jason Donovan's going to be listening now. <laughs> Finally, Home and Away references from the 90s. Oh, you best believe Jason Donovan's going in the tags for this episode as well. <laughs> It had been around three weeks since Chip had left the group, and since that day his name hadn't been mentioned, even though everyone was thinking it. 
Despite being angry and upset with Chip, Jay couldn't help wonder where he was. Did you get it? Of course I did! Have I ever let you down? Scott said. <sighs> that voice is... It just it's, it's evolving. Every, oh, it's so different every time, isn't it's, it? It's part of the vampire <laughs> mythos, you know. The the vocal cords change are dead when they drink blood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Chip looked at his brother as if he was crazy. Yes, plenty of times. Did you have any trouble? Yeah, not really. Just had to kill a few coppers who were carrying it. Besides, you're the ninja of the family. Why can't you do the dangerous stuff? Okay. <laughs> so saying coppers in a, a really bad American accent is very strange. We've, we've already discussed the whole thing of like, how is he his brother, but he has this ridiculous American accent <laughs> when Chip is English. I don't even so, know how that happened. Yeah. Okay, so Scott is off killing police officers, hopefully not the office. Um, uh, but to get something. Yes. And his Chip with a reply. Because, my dead friend, I'm trying to keep a low profile. The last thing I want is the A-team to come charging in and ruin my hard-laid plans. Another timely reference, sir? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. A few minutes later, after Chip had explained to Scott that the A-team didn't really exist and it was just a little joke at his former friend's expense, Chip checked the small bag Scott was carrying. I, I, what character building is that possibly offering? I mean, we've... Why doesn't Scott know who the A-team are? Scott, no, he's saying he thinks that the A-team are real, is the joke. Oh. But, like, Scott's dumb, but he's not, like, <laughs> that dumb, right? Is he turning into, like, the, the comic relief comedy sidekick for Chip? I mean, with his accent, it's really hard to tell. True. It looked to be all the right stuff, but he was no expert in drugs. <gasps> he had no interest in them. Why is Chip dealing in drugs now? Because he's evil. <laughs> he's, he's smoking jazz cigarettes now. He's, he's on got the a reef- cannabis. He's on the reefer. <laughs> when he told Scott of his plan with these sleeping narcotics, his brother had mentioned he knew a vampire drug dealer who specialised in spiked blood. Oof, there's a lot to unpick in this episode, isn't there? So, like, is that for, for vampires who want to get high wealth? Is it like uh, but it's sleeping hot brownies? Na- but it's sleeping narcotics. Maybe he does the combination of the drug with the blood thing. So, like, what? it doesn't necessarily have to be sleeping narcotics. It could be another drug. Okay. So there's all these stoner vampires who are, like, buying pot-infused blood from this dealer. And then Chip comes along, and I guess he's like, I want to date rape a vampire, I guess. Why not? Let's go with that and <laughs> yeah. see what happens. When he told Scott of his plan with these sleeping narcotics... His brother had mentioned he knew a vampire drug dealer who specialised in spiked blood. But Chip hadn't found the dealer much help, and when he made a joke about Chip's scar, which was still fairly visible when he wore certain shirts, Chip staked him. He had no time for idiots. But he had called in to see an old friend. Detective Tifa Lockhart had done many favours for MC and Chip in the past, and was more than happy to do another. So she doesn't know about Chip, does she? No, no, no. Cause... MC has because her and MC have never spoken really ever, but somehow have this unrequited love. Uh, but she, yeah, she must know of Chip. But... She because she came along to the uh, blood exploding physiotherapist she, yes. office <laughs> where Chip had sort of just run out and beaten up a bunch of policemen and buildings. Okay, so he's uh, he's playing the nice guy here. But yeah, yeah, but she doesn't know that it was Chip who did that. Yeah, I don't think. she doesn't know Chip is evil. Yeah, everyone else does. 
include the audience, <laughs> we may have mentioned it a little bit. We'll try not to overrun the joke even more. No, we're going to run it into the you ground. Know, We've yeah. got a long way to go, yeah. Detective Tifa Lockhart had done many favours for MC and Chip in the past and was more than happy to do another. Chip had given her a fake name and asked Tifa to check it out. While she was out of the office, Chip had bugged her phone. She's gone all spy now. No. So now he was able to hear when someone had been busted for carrying these drugs and he could collect them. I like how you've got collecting italics there. So. <laughs> Drama. So now he's able to hear when somebody had been busted for carrying these drugs and he could get collect them. <laughs> Putting the sunglasses down on the nose. <laughs> yeah. This is quite elaborate. Listening to Tifa's phone had got pretty boring until she mentioned that some teenagers had been caught with the drugs in their possession just a few hours ago. Why are teenagers what? getting sleeping narcotics? That are spiked blood from vampire... It's not spiked... I don't think there's blood yet. He's just got the drugs. Oh, I, yeah. We, we don't know what's going on, I no. think is the thing, isn't it? Yes, we don't know what true. Chip is wanting with these sleeping narcotics. I really hope it's not <laughs> anything... Shut up, don't. Yeah. Chip stepped into one of the empty offices that were in the warehouse, the room that had the bug equipment in it. He had every intention of turning it off now, but when he saw that she was dialing a number at that very moment, and it just happened to be the mansion's phone number, Chip decided to listen in. That was a tough sentence to read and say well out loud. Done, well Thank done. you. I, I admire that, you know, this is a, a reflection of how progressive you were back then, in that she's calling MC, you know? <laughs> She's going to be the one to ask him out. Oh, let's just get through the episode before we do that. <laughs> the scrubbing brush had been great at getting out the smuckles blood on MC's coat. The only downfall was the coat now had numerous scratches on the brown leather. There's a lot of emphasis on the coat in this episode. <laughs> MC cursed his luck and went to see if Jay had finished moving the furniture. He was amazed to find Jay fast asleep on the settee. He considered flipping Jay off, but the telephone started to ring. Does he mean in a sort of like flip the furniture or like use his one hand to the middle finger? Maybe, I, I assumed off the furniture, but maybe he could combine them. He's only got one hand, so he can't. Well, I mean like flip them off the furniture and then flip, then the flip them off. Yeah, right, just nice. for added emphasis in case <laughs> Jay didn't pick up on the subtlety. The double flip. Yeah. Before MC could reach it, Louise had already answered. I'll just get him. Louise said politely. Was that politely enough? That was politely okay. yeah. Oh, great. MC thought. What now? Louise called out to MC. It's Detective Lockhart. (laughs) (laughs) MC had never felt his legs move so fast. He was desperate to get to the phone and speak with the hot lady on the other end. (laughs) As he took the receiver from Louise, MC looked around the mansion just to make sure there were no interruptions coming. Something is coming. When he was satisfied, that was mm. quick, he spoke. Hello. <laughs> Are you trying to be nervous but cool? Or do you work at a call centre? <laughs> uh, I, I, I tried different hello then. Yeah, go on. Hello. Much better. MC tried to keep his natural cool. Hello, stranger. Tifa replied in a quiet and sensual voice. Damn straight. Nailed that one. <laughs> Louise went over to where Jay was sleeping and slapped his cheek. He woke up, startled. Oh, you're awake, Louise said. Um, yeah. Jay said wearily as he rubbed his eyes. What's happening? Louise informed Jay of Tifa's phone call and MC's excitement. Might be good news for him then, Jay said, beginning to feel more with it now. Let's hope so. 
We're due some around this place, Louise replied. A few minutes passed, and MC finally came back. He didn't look too happy. She blow you out? Jay asked. What does that mean? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that like... Uh, turned you down? I guess. Did she blow you out? Or, I mean... Is it, I mean, that's obviously different to blowing you. Yeah, I mean, if, if there wasn't an out there, it would be a very different sentence. <laughs> um, a very personal question. Yeah. And quite miraculous for a phone <laughs> call. She blow you out? Jay asked. Louise slapped his thigh. She's slapping Jay a lot at the moment. But secretly was dying to know. No. Replied MC. In fact, I'm meeting her oh. for a drink in about an hour's time. Oh, you got a date? Oh, yeah. Finally. Gonna get blown out. <laughs> Finally, it's going to happen. Why so glum? Louise said. Seems our friendly detective had a visit from Chip earlier. Louise and Jay looked at each other. What did he want? Jay wasn't really certain he wanted to know. Not sure. MC said, obviously worried. I'll ask Tifa when I meet her. MC went upstairs to get ready. He had every intention to find out what Chip was up to by contacting Tifa, but he also wanted to make a good impression. Who says you can't save the world and get some at the same time? He thought, mm. reiterating his famous catchphrase. <laughs> He's got a, t- got a t-shirt. This is going to work out pretty well. He can talk some shop, he can talk some personal stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, this yeah, is, and uh, then get blown out. <laughs> Perfect. Chip smiled, an evil smile. <laughs> Let's not make the obvious jokes. This was just the opportunity he was looking for. And that's where we're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Episode 7. I should check that. I'm pretty sure it's episode 7. That was an episode. It was. It was um, mainly an episode of uh, setting things up for, the, I think, the next one. It you know, was. It, was, it uh, was. There's some There's some intrigue, and maybe intrigue is the wrong word. It really is. Chip is doing a thing with drugs. We don't know why or what is happening with that. But we're really worried. Yes, apparently. Of what's going to... Oh, God, yes. Yeah. What that could entail. Yeah. Oh god, I don't want to read the next part of this episode. Oh my uh, god. What else? We. Oh, uh, come on. MC and Tifa are finally going on a date. This is. Maybe. Sit down, Ross and Rachel. <laughs> Go away, Jim and Pam. This is the real relationship coming up right now. And uh, we're going to possibly find out what blowing out actually <laughs> means. Oh no, I don't think they'll blow out. Not on the first date, obviously. I mean, that's just a fake phrase I made up. So, you know, maybe they will. We will just change the meaning for it. But um... Which base is that? Is that second or...? <laughs> oh, man, I, 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 you know, I cannot wait. I'm, I mean, I'm also really worried about the next episode, but also I can't wait because finally, MC and Tifa, yes. they're going to blow out. <laughs>